How many times have you stopped at a robot and been offered a copy of The Big Issue and wondered about the person in the blue bib offering you a copy of the famous magazine? Well, this morning we're joined not only by the MD of the publication, Derek Carlser, but also by one of the vendors, Monica Vuka, to share her story and let us know how she came to be involved in The Big Issue. Derek, Monica, welcome to Late Nights. Thanks so much for joining us here on Cape Talk. It's a pleasure to have you in studio with us. Thanks so much for coming in. Uh, Derek, I'm going to start with you. Will you just give us a bit of a a background to the big issue in South Africa? Because I grew up, as you know, I grew up in the UK, and the big issue was was really um, an institution, uh, really. And and you've bought a copy of of the big issue from London in. And this is exactly how I remember it, this paper copy uh, of the big issue being sold by vendors in in and around central London. But... How did it make its way to South Africa? Uh, twenty, Almost 22 years ago, some SA journalists were connected somewhere to the UK journalists, and they actually started the big issue. So the big issue in South Africa was actually started five years after it was started in the UK. Hmm. So we've been, the big issue has been going for that long now. And is it is South Africa? It's it's not just South Africa, presumably. There's no, presumably no, it's other Australia and a few other countries as is well it? around the world. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And what's the idea behind the big issue? We we all see big issue vendors when we're driving around through town, but how many of us truly know what the story is behind it and what the idea is behind the big well, issue? Well, I hope most people know after 21 years, but uh, you know there are so many brands competing for one's attention these days. So I quite quite understand. Um, the idea is that actually just to place a human being between the magazine and the customer rather than a supermarket shelf. Hmm. So that's the beauty of the model that, um, uh, that, that has made us a success. So that what you would have paid for, distribu- to, for distribution and the retailer's fees actually goes to the vendor. So it's based on the commercial model, actually. Sure. Yeah, they, they just put a human being in place of a supermarket shelf, so Ma- that there's margin in the business. Right, I get it. Yeah. When now again, when I was when I was in the UK, the idea was, or the 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 understanding was, was that you were dealing with members of the homeless community who didn't have anywhere to, who literally were homeless and on the street, um, and would be selling the big issue. Yeah. Is that the same here, or uh, the same dynamics aren't quite at play here? That's are they? right. You're absolutely right. It started like that years ago. But because we've kind of stuck at it all the years, everybody's kind of housed off the street. Mm. You'll hear from Monica when she speaks about her life, uh, what a difference it has made in terms of the children, the education, stability of income, and so on. Mm. So, yeah, we have moved on. And we've also moved on in the sense that, as in Monica's case as well, she's actually, this is her second year doing an ECD course. So we also try and support vendors who want to move on to either a part-time mm, job mm. or a full-time job. Um, so we're not just there to keep them on the streets. We actually aim to get them off the streets yeah. and to move on. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Just talk a little bit, if you will, about the content of the magazine. Then Monica will will come to you. Um, the is the is the latest one out yet, or is it coming out yes, soon? It's fresh. It's fresh on the street. Fresh on the street. Fresh on the street. It came out yesterday morning. Does that mean that the one that I'm in is no longer fresh That's on right. the street? That's right. Yeah, yeah, spoiler alert. 
<laughs> she said shamelessly. Yeah. Hopefully you've already hopefully you've already got your copy. It was the bumper edition correct, night correct, uh, yeah. in which um I was in there and a few of my um fellow media persons. Right, I think yeah. Haji Muhammad Dorji was in there, um Ming Chow was in there, some of my buds were in there, so oh, that's good, why I'm good, mentioning good. it. Yeah, no, it was it was a fabulous edition. We've is, got about is, fifty at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which we're distributing to various parts of the world oh, and, and relatives who like to see these things. Uh, okay. Tell us what's coming up in uh, in this month. Well the one that's just out now has got Elon Musk on the cover mm. as the poster boy for innovation. Yeah. Um, but the actual edition itself, there are about 20-odd pages focusing on South Africans who are playing in the tech and science space. Sure. So it's across education, media, science, technology, uh, eco-gardens, um, the new uh, urine bricks that was yes. created by UCT, yes. blah, blah, blah. Um, what UWC is doing about how to communicate around science and mathematics to students and on and on and on. So it's fully loaded. Science and tech. Get your copy. Okay, good. There we go. That's the plug. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, as we say, it's got Elon Musk on the cover. I'm not sure it's Elon or Elon. 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 There Elon, we go. Yeah. Elon Musk on the cover. So make sure you get your copy. How much are, how much? Are, I want to say 35. Well, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's less than rand a rand a day. Less so than a rand a day. Rand Is only, it twenty-five rand? Only. Okay. The bump edition was thirty-five ah. rand because you get you got you got a sixty-four page issue of the essay, ah, the essay, the Cape Town City Guide. Yes. And you got a special sixty-four page big issue as well. And our normal page extent in a monthly on a monthly basis about forty-four pages. So okay. that's why the price comes down. People will want to know about about and people are fascinated, of course, by money and, and want to know where money is going and where yeah. it's coming from and all that kind of thing. So of that of that twenty-five rand, what goes where? Twelve rand fifty. Fifty percent. Fifty percent. Fifty percent. Goes to Please the note, listeners. Fifty percent. And I and I would like to repeat that. For one reason, mm. is that any business who slices or fifty percent of their top line revenue will need top line a uh, top line sorry funding elsewhere. Which and where does your so that's why we we get um, our advertisers yeah um, Warwick Wealth it was Pick and Pay there's Jutter um, you know a few others as well who support us because we sell on average about ten thousand magazines a month so we have a proper proper commercial audience yeah and then we also appeal to csi departments of corporates as well to support us good and that's the only reason why we need the top up funding yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so ten thousand so copies a month that's not bad it's right? not bad not, hey you can't sniff at ten thousand no. copies these days for sure yeah. for sure and it's around one city only we haven't expanded to the rest of south africa but we don't have the capital yet why haven't you done that why have because i was suddenly We've thinking when i was in joburg at, 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 at christmas hold on the big issue isn't here. That's right. Yeah. We've applied to, I don't know, to numerous corporates, let's put it that way. Yeah. And have had n no positive reply. That's astonishing. So, it yeah. seems to me like the big issue would do phenomenally well in Joburg. It's a model well that should Joburg. be replicated and reproduced and spread. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I can just say that we, we kind of get, we're doing a trial in PE at the moment. Because our publishers, Mikateko Media, have been absolutely amazing, and I have to do a shout-out for them. Um, Black-owned, female-owned, mm. or majority-owned. and they, Is that Sonia? Uh, that is Ingrid Jones. Ingrid Jones. And Ingrid yeah. Jones. Ingrid Jones. Ingrid and Sonia are friends. Yes, there we so go. Are you friends with the two of them? <laughs> <laughs> I might be. <laughs> Ingrid Jones, yes, of course it is, yeah. yeah. So 
So they've helped us with our business model. They've actually become not a CSI partner, but a business partner. Mm. And they have helped us tremendously in actually getting to the stage of break even now on our own without external funding. So that's why I have to do a shout out for them. One would imagine, looking through the, the magazine, that you have a team of about 50 journalists all burrowing away there in near, where are you? That's sort of end small. of Woodstock. How does that, how does it work? I mean, putting but together the magazine, and I, I know, but for people who don't know. Yeah. Um, Alicia editor, the edit, Alicia English, the editor, <laughs> sorry, the English editor. <laughs> the English uh, editor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, it's just Alicia and a small staff of two or three journalists, um, and then we solicit and commission from experienced media writers, writers who are prepared to write content for us on an other free base or a low mm. reduced fee base. Um, but it's all generated by Mikateco Media, and they on their own that they we outsource the publication to them, so they're not part of us in Woodstock. They're in Lower okay. Bree Street, yeah. So they, I work with them and we on, on a man, monthly basis, we have lots of lovely arguments and debates and reviews and fights, but it's all to up the quality of the magazine. So it's all good. We have a fantastic relationship. So it's going very well. What's your connection with other big issues around the world? Are you linked? We are linked, yes, via the INSP, which is International Network of Street Papers. I got that right. Hmm. And there's a summit once a year, which we all attend in various parts of Europe mainly, um, where we share our experiences that we learn from each other. And, and we're also part of the big issue in the UK where we have this dialogue going. We learn from them. They learn from us. Do so they one have a format family. that they like you to adhere to, or are you pretty much autonomous and able to do autonomous, your own thing? Autonomous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The model must be the same. Right. So 50% of the cover price has I to be see. filled. We can't change that. Yeah. Yeah. But the content and how we approach the market obviously will differ from culture to culture. Mm. Um, I wish I had their urban audience, though. <laughs> they print every week. They sell every week. Do they every really? Monthly only. They four times a month because so many people passing through London. Printing wow. so, in terms of new mag a new magazine each week. Each week. Each week. Sure, and it's, they sell like, I don't know, I think it's something crazy, like 70,000 or 60,000 magazines a week. I hope I'm Isn't not exaggerating, but it's like, it is extraordinary. Sure. Before we go to Monica, yeah. what, what would you like to say to people who may pull up at the, you know, at a, at a robot or what, wherever they are in town and they see, uh, somebody like Monica who's selling a copy of the big issue and they think, ah, not today. What would be your message to them? Um, the message to them is, you know, for the a price less than or just about for a fancy cup of cappuccino, you can actually make, you can dramatically change someone's life. So I wish they would just see it that way mm. and maybe say, maybe just like overcome the, the nuisance factor. Because unfortunately, the big issue in the old days, we had a, um, we had a, a legal license from the city council to be on the street right so we were pretty much on our own but as you know today there are others around us you know yeah so everybody gets affected so we quite understand but but you really give as you'll hear from monica the difference that 25 rand makes 
And then you're also you're supporting good up-and-coming journalists. Yeah, well. for sure. Yeah. No, for yeah. sure. I did notice that on the on the website, you've personally written an appeal uh, to public space and shopping mall owners, managers, and operators in the Greater Cape Metro area to ask to allow vendors to sell magazines right, yeah. in their in their sites. Um, why is that specifically? Our aim is actually our hope is that we would ho- we would want to get the female vendors off the street. Yeah. That's the mission. And we do understand that, you know, we have a brand that operates in a particular space and the mall owners have a particular brand that operates in the space and there will be brand conflicts in the, you know, in a very traditional mm. way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we're asking them to actually work with us and we're prepared to do what we can so that we do not conflict against their brand and the brand experience of the retail malls. Do you think that, that, that this is a problem that is inherently Cape Townian? In when we, and when we think of spaces in Cape Town, um, often we're thinking of white spaces, yeah, perhaps, yeah, um, and yeah. spaces of privilege, yeah. um, which are completely um, counter to essentially to what we're talking about here yes. with, the, with the big issue. Yes. Do you think it's a, a, a Cape Townian problem or just a... And in a global a global issue when it comes to to have and have not. It's a global issue and it's particularly relevant to South Africa as a whole mm. because people or vendors of the big issue are on the street or want to be in the mall because in Europe and North America, middle class people travel on public, public transport. transport. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the complete opposite. Absolutely. Middle class people refuse for obvious reasons and well known reasons rather I should say. Mm. They'd rather travel in their car. Yeah. So in Europe and North America and the UK, you find the vendors all at traffic intersections, standing where all the tubes and the stations and Outside the nodes the tube. are. Abs- yeah, inside the tube. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So the environmental dynamics are way different here. Mm. And that's why we have the situation where you're getting someone who's working class and selling a product, speaking to a privileged mall operator. Um, and they don't want to set a precedent with us because they are sending a message that they support other traders. Yeah. Sure. Oh, it's a difficult so one, a, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah, a conundrum. It it's a conundrum. It's a conundrum indeed. Yeah. Monica, I want to turn to you now, if I may. Thanks so much for coming in. It's great to have you with us. Will you just give us a bit of background to you? Whereabouts do you come from? Um, and how did you end up getting involved with the big issue? Thank you, ma'am. I'm Monica Vuka. I'm coming from Eastern Cape as from 1999 after my mother was passing away. Then I get married on 2000. Thereafter, I get suffering at the location. Then I see my friend telling me about the big issue. Then I very, I am very interested. Then they take me to the big issue. I meet the people of big issue. They are very, very interested to meet me. Then I, they teach us how to sell the magazine at the robots. Okay. They didn't just take you straight to the robots. Yeah. They trained us before. Thereafter, um, there is a social worker at the big issue. They help us with everything. When you have problem, you're supposed to meet the social worker and tell the social worker your problem. A mother of four. There, I think it was last year, I I, I'm interested in in education. Mm. Then I go to Cape College. I do my course in Cape College. Then I am a volunteer in KT Education. 
before that, I, Nikki, the social worker of the big issue, take me to KDA UK there. But I'm waiting for Cape College to make me a call because I, I'm never, I, I can't just be a teacher without education. Sure. I'm supposed to be at school before I, then the college doesn't phone me at that time. Then later, Nikki tried to get me in KD. Then I'm in Cape College right now. And that's what you're doing right now? Yes. So your life has changed a lot. Very. Very much. Very Did much. you always want to be a teacher? I'm always, I'm, I'm, I like to be a teacher. Mm. I like to, I like to work with kids. I like to be a teacher. I'm interested if someone can take me as a volunteer to see how can I work with kids. Yeah, yeah. And so, so what she's going to interrupt quickly, what she's mm. actually saying is, if there's anyone there who's interested that would like to, would need someone to look after their kids. Mm. Actually, because she's actually in a, uh, she has six months to go before she's qualified as a teacher. So she'll qualify in June this year. So can I just add that yes. fact yes. onto that? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> so you've got only a few months to go. Yes. Before yes, your life is set to change again. Yes. Quite dramatically. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. So when, when you first heard about the big issue, had you, had you heard about the big issue before? Did you know how it worked? Did you know anything about the big issue before your friend introduced you? No, I didn't know anything about the big issue. It's just when my friend come to the big issue, they, she have a lot of money. Then I'm asking, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Where do you get this money? Then I'm very interested about the manifest. Yeah. But when I'm going to the big issue, whoa, there is a lot of opportunity that I get in big issue. Mm. Talk about selling, because um, Derek mentioned there that a lot of people will find um, that you know we we know you, we know that you are the you are the person who is standing there, perhaps at the robot or somewhere in town, and as we pull up, there you are, beaming at us, holding a copy of the, of the big issue. Uh, when you talked about the the selling techniques, what are some of the things that you were taught? Because it's it's a tough job, right? Mm. Because yes. not al- because you're not always given the respect that you deserve. Not I would yet. imagine not at not all. Yet. Not yeah. yet. How is that? In my in my point of view, I'm always use my smile mm. and I greeting the customers first. It is not easy because the the the, the other customers are not from in this country. Mm. They are afraid of someone who's coming closer to the their cars. They just lock the cars. Sure. Then I'm great. Then I'm trying to talk to the customers. Sometimes they can call me because of my smile. I will say mm. thank you to the big issue because. At the first time I was, I'm coming from Eastern Cape, I didn't even speak English. Sure. Really, and the big issue offers us uh, classes for English also. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So when, how do you deal with when you get somebody who perhaps isn't particularly nice? How do you deal with that? I mean, the, the thought that as you are approaching somebody to do, to put money es- essentially on your table and, and to feed and clothe your kids, that somebody would lock their cars. That must make you heart sore. Yes, yes. It makes me hate. But since I understand, because in front of me there is some people, they grab the, the wallet of the customers. Yeah. But in my point, when I have my name tag, yeah. I will always show the, the customers, here's my name and here's my number. Sometimes, you know, since I'm an African, it's not easy to 
Mm. Then the number 1948 is only Monica. When you say to the office 1948, they know. <laughs> they know. With it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They know that's you. They know that's you. How has it changed your life? How? And in terms of, of if we can talk about money, um, I mean, how many on average copies? And this is, I guess, what people would want to know. How many copies would you sell in a day, for example? Or does it vary, very differently? Wow. When the magazine is new, I sell almost 40 copies. When the magazine a day, is new. Mm. a day. Mm. When sure. the magazine is new, okay. Because of my customers, you know, sometimes. Do you have cu- regular customers? I have because I almost fourteen years selling the big issue. Goodness me! Then my customers, when they meet the other people on the robot, they say, "I'm buying. I'm buying from Monica." Mm. Then the vendors they complain, "I met your customer." Then they. <laughs> <laughs> And whereabouts, do, this is what I wanted to ask you. As I was driving in today, and I thought, this is something that I don't know. Do you get given an area to sell? To, are you told, this is, you are going to sell in Greenpoint at this particular place? Or do you get to choose? I mean, are you quite, um, what if you are sort of encroaching on somebody else's, pa- another vendor's patch? Or does it not work like that? On that, on that case, the big, I will say thank you to the big issue to choose as a place to sell. Okay. Because... When you stand in your place, you get a lot of customers. Yeah. Because the customers, they pass in your place, they know I will meet Monica on Bettenrad Street. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's where you yes. are. That's where yes. we'll find you yeah. on Bettenrad yeah. Street. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's, you're never fighting over, over a position with, with somebody else. Not yet. No. You're supposed to stick in your point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then no fights. So at the start of the month, when the, when the magazine's new, you're selling about 40 copies a day and you are taking 12 round 50. Yes. From that, from, yes. from each copy. Yes. And how does that work? Do you get, do, do you get to physically keep that money or do you have to take everything in the, to, to the big issue and then they sort it? How does it work? Not yet. My 50% is mine. Then I take the big issues 50% to buy another magazine. Then okay. I es- expect my 50% to keep. So do you buy, this is, and this is something yeah. else that I wanted to ask. So vendors will buy a certain amount of magazines yeah, and they, then sell on. They would, they know over time exactly what they would sell. Okay. And it's, it's also a discipline that's imposed upon, upon them. No returns are allowed. So there's okay. a strict retail business attitude between the vendors and ourselves. So they only, if they don't sell, they can't return so that it forces them to actually manage their money extremely carefully. I mean, it's a business. It's a business, it? exactly. It's a social enterprise business. Yeah. So they come in to the office and they actually buy up front for 12 and 50. Mm. And then they go on the street and sell for I 25. And okay. then they have and to then manage their cash flow for the next month. Yeah, uh, yeah. Monica, just finally, how would you say that the big issue has changed your life? I mean, you've been doing it now for, for 14 years. You you essentially, you run your own business. So I imagine that the skills that you have acquired over the four, over 14 years would, would put some business owners to shame. What would, how would you say that it's, that it's changed your life and the life of your kids, I guess? Mm. I would say thank you to the big issue because you see now I know how to approach with people how, when the people is uh, had an, an anger, how, how to? Sure. I put, yes. And I will say thank you to the big issue because I'm, I'm business minded. Yeah. I think even now one day I can open my own preschool in Kailicha. That's mm-hmm. why I'm starting this course. I like to work with kids. Yeah. 
when I finish my level one, then I will apply for level four. And then you would be able to one oh, day. One day. Yeah. Then uh, I will also say thank you to the big issue because at the first time when I'm going to the big issue, I was staying in sharks. Thereafter, and now I get my RTP. Mm. I'm staying so very safe in RTP yeah. than a shark because when you stay in such shark, you are not safe. Of course, you can burn any time. You see, like my vendors at the robots. Yeah, yeah, and I guess now, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're now um, earning to such a, a level, I guess, that you're able to sort of pay for transport, and that's. Not, I mean, how much would you pay for transport in? From from where you stay into town every day, mm, I can say it's forty eight rand because when you come to town it's thirty twenty eight rand, okay. and to go back to Kailasha is twenty rand. So you can cover that in the sale of four or five yes. magazines. I can cover that because I, I I have a regular customers. Yeah. No matter that the business is not right to me, it doesn't. Mm say anything because no matter I didn't maybe sometimes when the magazine is old I didn't sell any magazine yeah but I promise you I'll go with my money in my pocket yeah yeah because of my customers are there certain times of year or certain times of of day that are busier than other like when when you and you must have found this out over the years like if I was to say to you how are you likely to sell in um, the beginning of January as compared to the the beginning of of October for example Um, presumably people don't have a great deal of spare cash in January because they've overspent at Christmas is that do you see a marked difference do you see a difference in when people have got the money and when they haven't yes there is a difference even now it's January mm. and I supposed to understand my customers. Yeah. They told me, Monica, it's January, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to Eastern Cape in this December. My, the other customers was not here. Okay. Those who are coming back, they support me right now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What would you like to say to your customers? And they might be driving in their cars now or at home and they'll say, that's Monica on the radio. What would you like to say to them? I will say to my customers, keep supporting mm. me. I will say thank you for supporting me also. Monica, it's Especially been for those who say, I have my regular customer, Monica. <laughs> thank you. Keep it up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Monica, it has been such a pleasure to have you in. Thank you so much for coming. And Derek, to you too. Also, thanks so much for explaining. And uh, yeah, please don't uh, don't pass by your uh, big issue vendor. It's twenty five rand, as Derek was saying. That is less than uh, one rand a day. It is it is really worth it. And as you've heard, you could change the life uh, of somebody here in Cape Town.